Hello and welcome to this Modern Materials Handling Podcast. My name is Michael Levins and I'm Group Editorial Director for Peerless Media Supply Chain Group, which of course includes Modern Materials Handling Magazine. And I'll be your moderator for today's discussion where we're going to define the concept of the blue dot consumer. And of course, this is a session that's being sponsored by Bonderlum. Now, the blue dot consumer may may be a new term for you, but today we're going to explore this metaphor and shed some light on how the shifting values of today's modern consumer, this blue dot consumer, will surely make an impact on the warehousing solutions you're implementing tomorrow. And to help us understand this concept, I'm joined today by none other than Ken Hughes. Now, he is the man who put the construct of the blue dot consumer on the map, so to speak. And that'll be funny in a few moments when you get to dive into exactly where Ken is going here. Now, Ken is now acknowledged as one of the world's leading authorities on consumer and shopper behavior, blending his understanding of consumer and cyber psychology, digital anthropology, and retail futurology to explore the needs of the new consumer and predict the changes that are sure to come. Now, Ken advises some of the biggest brands in the world on consumer experience, omni-channel strategy, shopper marketing, retail trends, the millennial and Gen Z shopper, and the peer-to-peer economy. He's also an accomplished author, TED speaker, a part-time university professor, as well as an actor. And we're thrilled to have him join us today. Welcome, Ken. We're, I am thrilled to have you with us. Today. Michael, it's a pleasure to be here, sir. Outstanding. Now, now, Ken, now you're, you've become famous for this concept, right? Famous for the blue dot consumer metaphor. Tell us a little bit more about that. Can you explain that to us and what it is and the elements to go into creating this new consumer? Absolutely. It's a wonderfully simple metaphor that, un- that makes us understand the value shifts that are happening in society around consumer expectations. So most of us listening mm-hmm. here would have grown up in a world where we used roadmaps to navigate the world. These big unwieldy paper things that tore when you used them, they were upside down mm-hmm. and they were difficult to use, caused many, them well. many a divorce, let's face it, was caused by these <laughs> things. Um, and so, you know, the way they worked is you had to know where you are, you had to know where you were going. And if with those two pieces of data, you could navigate your way through the world you were a small part of a big big world you could see the big world unfolded around you and you had to really work hard to, to make it work flash mm-hmm. forward to today where every time we want to do the same thing we open a google map screen and the blue dot is right in the middle so this yep. blue dot consumer metaphor is about we're no longer navigating our way through the world as customers no no the customer is the world The customer is placed at the center of everything and everything Mm -hmm. else revolves around them. They take a step left. They expect your business, your brand to take a step left with them. They are always Mm -hmm. at the center. And that's a Mm -hmm. game changer because actually we've designed things like supply chain and warehousing around often product or process. And the customer was was kind of like an irrelevant thing at the end of the customer journey, really. Mm -hmm. Whereas today, Mm -hmm. the customer, and you hear customer centricity talked about a lot. But actually, Correct. customer centricity is about building a business out from the very center about what the customer expects and needs and then going from there, from that point. Right, right. Gotcha. Yo, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what, can we, based on what you just shared with us, what, what are some of the key consumer values that sort of arise from the shift to that meet me at the center sort of mentality, right? What are those key consumer values? Yeah, there's a few things. I mean, the first one is instant. So as you're navigating the world with that Google Maps, the blue dot is moving as you move. That's how it works. And mm-hmm. the customer today expects the same thing from product delivery, from every brand interaction. They expect it to be instant. We live in a one-click, right. one-swipe world. And mm-hmm. so the, the pressure on warehousing solutions today is that the speed and the agility and the instantaneous nature of consumer. I mean, we all grew up in a world where, you know, 28-day delivery was normal. 
You right. ordered something. Do you remember that? Please allow oh me for delivery. I remember ordering <laughs> records, right? Yeah. And waiting yeah. You know, for like a month for the record to come. Yeah. And there was, there was an excitement about that too as a customer. Of course. About, about the wait. Um, but, you know, we watched that shrink to one week delivery, to two day delivery, to one day delivery, to same day delivery. Mm-hmm. There are Amazon instant lockers now that deliver within three minutes um, onto US campuses, you know, whatever you want as a student. And so we're breeding mm-hmm. a generation of consumers that instant is genuinely that. I want it, I right. want it now, and I don't want any time between wanting the product and receiving it. And so the pressure that puts on us in terms of supply chain and warehousing is immense. But we have to deliver on that because that's just a core expectation now of that blue right. consumer, that instantaneous nature. Another one is yeah. personal. So again, you wouldn't mm-hmm. open Google Maps and follow someone else's blue dot around, would you? That makes no sense. You follow your own blue dot because that's your journey. And mm-hmm. so we really, I mean, from a digital anthropology point of view, the selfie is probably the best example of how society has just come completely self-obsessed. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. And so right. personalization and making a customer feel that I'm not buying some kind of commodity product. I want it delivered to me. I want it delivered to suit me. I want it. So it, 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 the customization and the uniqueness of every product purchase is so important. I remember right. seeing a, a wonderful uh, collaboration between um, DHL, Amazon, and Audi in Germany a few years ago, allowing delivery to the trunk of the car. So no matter where you were, whether you were mm-hmm. at work, whether you were at college, whether you were at the hospital, whether you were at the mall, wherever your car was, you know, DHL driver could track the Audi, pop right. the trunk, pop, pop the trunk yep. remotely and deliver to the trunk. That's a great yep. example of Blue Dot in operation. Yep. You know, we'll find you. I mean, when people yep. talk to me about, give me the simplest example of Blue Dot, Uber is the yep. best example. You know, right. we'll, bring the, we'll bring the car to you. It like revolutionized the mobility industry. And so mm-hmm. I think in, in warehousing and, and, and supply chain, we have to do the same. We have to think about how can we customize? How can we make it more unique? How can mm-hmm. we deliver an instant? And then mm-hmm. also the last one maybe is context. So the way mm-hmm. Google Maps works, it shows you restaurants, bars, things near you as you move. Yep. It doesn't show you a restaurant that's 10 kilometers away from you, even though it's a really good restaurant. It shows you the things in context that make sense to your journey right now. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think in, in supply chain, we need to get much better at the customer context. Not about consumer, yep. maybe, but the customer. What suits mm-hmm. the customer here? How are they trying to deliver to that end consumer? And how can mm-hmm. we build systems that actually deliver a unique proposition to the customer where they are right now, what they need right now from us? Yep. And so that put with those values, personal, instant, contextual, and also maybe transparent, being able to be kept up, up to date at all times. Uh, which is another aspect to the blue dot. You know, again, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's live. It's not like mm-hmm. lagging. If it lags, you can't use it. It's got to be live. And so, yeah, I want to know where my package is. I want to know what point it's at along the chain. Where is it? Yep. Not, not only when it's been delivered to my house, but I want to be able to track it. And so absolutely, the systems and the data that we need to do all this have to be in place. And these yep. are values that are societal values at this point. I want it my way. I want it now. Uh, I yep. want it contextual. These are deep-rooted in our societal expectations as consumers now. Absolutely. Well, Ken, you just shared some great example or a great example there of what Audi's doing with, with DHL. Do you have like a fra- favorite example right now of, of a business that's adopting this blue dot approach? Is there one that really stands out or one you see it developing in front of your eyes? I think um, there's loads of companies. I mean, the direct-to-consumer aspect to this, of course, is fascinating. That's the blue dot at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. so you've got a, you know, a company like Boxed in the U.S., uh, you know, eating mm-hmm. grocery alive. You've got you know, or- Warby Parker eating uh, opticians alive. Yep. You've got Smile Direct mm-hmm. eating orthodontists alive. So you have whole mm-hmm. industries falling because mm-hmm. of the direct-to-consumer aspect. In fact, I saw yep. a, a wonderful a test by Uber recently called Uber Fix, which is looking mm-hmm. at the road, roadside assistance industry. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, 
we, we wait for about an hour or maybe even 90 minutes for a tow truck in a big city uh, in like Boston or, or Washington. Whereas UberVix, mm-hmm. they just train their Uber drivers in the city how to change a tire, how to jump a battery. They carry spare oil and spare gas in their trunks. And so yep. within six minutes, you can get on your way if you break down. Now, that's a test at the moment. Which again is a good example. Is a simple example, but it shows you how yeah. that if you, once you put the blue dot into operation, it can wipe yeah. out an industry. You know, and in uh, fact, yeah. Google Map, Google Maps, which is the source of the metaphor, Google Maps itself, within eighteen months of its launch, wiped out eighty-five percent of the market capitalization of the GPS industry. Yep. Like yep. It, it destroyed yep. an entire industry. Garmin, TomTom, yep. gone. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. understanding what consumers want and how they want it is essential if we're going to build warehousing solutions that are fit for purpose for the future. Yep. And so you've got Absolutely. Gen you know, Gen Alpha coming up who are mm-hmm. now age 12. They're born 2010 mm-hmm. after. They are primed yep. to live in the metaverse. Uh, and mm-hmm. so uh, they are going to have a whole other digital reality than we, a deeper digital immersion than we ever had before. And that's going to put even more nodes on the, on the chain in terms of potential pressure for delivery and e-commerce is going to accelerate and so, so we really have to think about like how are we building systems today for the future consumer right. and that's guess right. my job yeah absolutely let's talk a little bit about that can you now what would you say now you just describe you know you just defined that very very well so what would you say like these these blue dot expectations right what are the impacts of these expectations would you say on the supply chain industry as you're seeing it right now i think from a planning point of view it gets a bit terrifying um you know so mm-hmm. when you're when you're laying down a system, you'd like to think that that system would be fit for purpose for a good five, right. 10 years. The challenge yep. we have is the agility that we have to, I mean, the, the pandemic, I guess, was the best example of that, where we had to mm-hmm. suddenly pivot so much of the assets and, and sweat them so much more to deliver so much more so quickly. And by the way, we, we were able to do that. And it was impressive. Uh, I think we're mm-hmm. going to live in that world for the next 10 years. I call this decade the, the, the decade of most disruption in terms of your professional life, probably. Yeah. Because the next, five, the next five years, things are going to keep on coming and it's going to keep challenging challenging us. And so I think being able to pivot the system and being able to have the data that drives all the stuff that I'm talking about at your fingertips is really important. So I think from a a warehousing solutions point of view, people are going to have to partner with providers that can provide that level of data, that level of agility, and that level of unique customization to be able to actually survive. Because I think the environments that we're going to be trading in, be they technological forces, social forces, economic, um, they're going to just keep coming at us. And so mm-hmm. we're going to have to keep responding. The customer expectation is certainly going, not going to dilute. It's only going to go yeah, up, absolutely. actually. And so how are, we going to, um, how are we going to survive if e-commerce doubles down in the next four years, five years? Right. Uh, if if right. the numbers double up as we're expecting, then you know, is this, can the system handle that? And so yeah, I, think, I think, again, going to, um, going to providers and having people who understand how the data works and be able to literally put your fingers on the data as it happens, yep. I think is the only way to survive that agility challenge, you know? Absolutely. And this market, you know, the materials handling automation market has gone through such a transformation and being pushed right now to the limits and just what you had mentioned now. Now, just, just and it's been a big change of philosophy for so many of our readers in material, modern materials handling. Now, can, how, do, how can businesses then continue that transport, uh, transformation and adopt this blue dot philosophy, you know, in the immediate term, what, what, what do you think they need? To, what, what do they need to do to start thinking this way? I think you put your finger on it there quite quickly in terms of the word philosophy, because that, mm-hmm. that is what it is. It's a philosophy. Right. So it's about like, hang on, instead of just doing what we do and delivering how we've always delivered, you know, old ways mm-hmm. don't open new doors kind of thing. So you have right, to figure right, out, right. actually, we need to become customer centric. Uh, mm-hmm. And while from a B2B point of view, I think we always 
in supply chain were customer centric, but now we have to think about well, how can we be consumer centric in how we deliver, and how can yep. we and, and and how can we actually um, kind of create joy in the delivery part? How can we add more yeah. value? Um, sure. And so, in the immediate future, I think it's and in the immediate term, if I was to recommend something, it would always be data. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it's how do we have enough data to be able to do what we want with the system and as fast as we can? Do we know where the pain yeah. points are? Are we looking at that at all times? Are we building agile systems continuously? And so I think the challenge is to look at back at those values I mentioned earlier on. How can we make it customized and unique? How can we deliver yeah. on instant? How can we be contextual? How can we be more transparent and kept, keep the consumer and customer up to date? And yeah. so, yeah, I think investing in day date, I mean, so many people have, have legacy issues in their systems. Um, and so oh, yeah. I think it, it is about just looking at it and saying, oh, God, look, the investment is huge. But if you don't make the investment now, I think what you're going to find is that what's, what's just been about working for you for the last few years is suddenly yeah. going to collapse in terms of the expectation from a consumer point of view. So, yeah, immediately it's about investing in the systems and the data that allows you to unlock the, the future agility that you're going to need. No question, no question. Can we just have a couple minutes left in today's uh, episode? Now, what would you, just to, just to wrap things up here, Ken, you know, what would be like sort of the one key takeaway from our discussion that you would like to have resonate with our listeners who are interested in adopting this blue dot philosophy? What's that one thing you'd really like to have them remember from our discussion today? I think it's about making the customer feel special. You know, I mean, every time we open yep. Google Maps, it works just seamlessly for us. And we've forgotten yep. how amazing that technology is. And if we were all made use roadmap, roadmaps tomorrow, we'd very quickly remember it, trust me. Um, so I think the one thing you need to take away from this is actually going back into the, looking at the system from above, from a bird's eye view and saying, actually, this is just a big system delivering commodity yep. product. How can right. we actually blue dot this how can we actually make a customer feel that they are kind of in control of the system that it's all about them that they've been kept up to date all along uh, that there's been no mystery as to where the delivery or, or timing is how does the warehouse and the warehouse solution you know how is it being built for that gen alpha future and so i think you know like all things the future has to be the future focus what do gen z and what do gen alpha want because in a way millennials were the warm-up act they were the generation right. that went from analog to digital that's, that's the right. next that's generations right. are, the, are the generations that are growing up inside the digital reality from the very beginning right great and so point. Yeah. i think we need to understand they're only going to want things faster they're only going to want things better uh, and mm -hmm. so how are we going to you know deliver on that so i think it's a real challenge that the industry has to have and and has to accept that we're in a race for relevance here right and you know we don't want to become let's yes let's use a music metaphor a really simple one you know like mm -hmm. we all use cassette tapes and we spend hours searching for the right song and rewinding the tape back mm -hmm. with a pencil and all that you know and today's gen z consumer not only do they get their favorite song immediately with one click on spotify but then spotify gives them five other songs that fit exactly right. like their favorite song and and so that's the game the game is has changed in terms of what consumers want and so yep. we can't be kind of caught with our pants down and for those generations when they when they start pushing down on consumer expectations and want it even faster than today, we yeah. can't be lag lagging in our response to that. You know, we've got to get ready for that now. Absolutely. Well, Ken Hughes, you've given us a lot to think about today. It was dynamite. Thank you so much, sir. And by the way, if you're attending ProMat 2023 in Chicago over March 20th through 23rd, please make sure to swing by the Vanderlande booth S603 and you can see Ken live and in action. It sounds like it's going to be something. So he's going to be there Monday through Wednesday of the show doing some keynotes and some fireside chats with subject matter experts from Vanderlande as well. So, so Ken Hughes, thank you, sir. This was terrific. It was a pleasure, Michael, all mine. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to thank Van der Lander for making this terrific session possible. Everybody have a terrific day. And if you're going to Promat, enjoy the show. Thanks so much.